Blog Talk Radio. Pugilistic linguistics, check out the 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 pugilistic linguistics. What's up, y'all? It is me once again, deciding to dust this microphone off and come to you all again with another episode of Pugilistic Linguistics. I am your host, Michael Foster the voice of reason in an unreasonable world. And it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a strong rhyme to step to. But I'm back. Uh, There's been a lot of upheaval in the last, I say, years since I last reached out to you. Starting to settle some stuff down and starting to get back to who I am. Real quick. Never let anybody get you off your square, regardless of who that anybody is or that situation. It doesn't have to be a person. Never let them see you sweat. That's for damn sure. But I'm back. And I think better than ever. But I guess you'll be the judge of that. So today... I come to you with the first in a series of, I don't know, self-reflective, major news story type podcast. Today's feature is titled the, the, The Newtonian Choice. That's hard to say. The Newtonian Choice. So let me back up. I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, and I'm starting to realize how, one, how binary I am in life. Binary meaning I'm either zero or I'm one. There's no in-between. I'm either engaged or I'm disconnected. There's no in-between. And I'm starting to realize how that's impacted the way I've made moves in the past few years or so. Self-awareness is a monster. You need to have real conversations with yourself, with what you're capable of or not even capable, what you're willing to do to achieve a result. And I'm coming to the realization to what I'm willing to do, where I am, what I want to do, where's my passion, that whole thing. And over the next few weeks, over the next few casts, I'll start to reveal that. But Many of us are very binary and don't realize it. We're switched on or switched off. In your relationship, I'm in or I'm out. In your occupational life, I'm in or I'm out. A lot of us are zero or one. Ain't nothing in the middle. Once we get to that realization, 
I think a lot of things become clearer in life. And I'll get to the topic in a moment. It's just when you realize your purpose, purpose is a real strong word. It's a seven-letter word, but it, it has seven tons of weight. When you realize your purpose or when you see your purpose, your steps are now ordered. Now, that's not to imply that the role is linear. When your steps are ordered, it just means that you're, you are supposed to walk in a certain way. But by no means does it imply a linear movement. As a matter of fact, in many cases, purpose is serpentine. You're intended to be where you're supposed to be when you're there. There's an old saying, every experience is a blessing or a lesson. But your steps are ordered when you realize your purpose in life. Mark Twain had an old saying, there, there, are two days, there are two days in life that are great, something along those lines. The day you were born and the day you realize why. That's purpose. And I'm not going to get overly spiritual on you, but, you know, for people who are spiritual like that, what's God's purpose in your life while you're here? What's your purpose? I think I've realized my purpose. Now, I'm a, I don't know if I'll get there with you, feeling like MLK right now, but I don't know if I'll get there, but I think I've found my purpose. In life, and it's not what I'm currently doing, or not where I currently am, is a better way to say it. That serpentine process. So, more to come on purpose, more to come on the things that are bouncing around in my head. More to come. So on to the topic, the Newtonian choice. And actually, this is, this is like step one of revealing the purpose. Your president, the tiny orange man, Tom, is still in office, sadly. Um, starting to come to the realization, I shouldn't say it's starting to come, I've always known on some level, that for as caustic as Trump is, ain't nobody else even better. The Republicans ain't shit. Democrats ain't shit. Ain't none of them any good. They're just shitty in their own ways. 
And as it's manifesting itself these days to where the GOP, in the instance to hold on to power at any cost, has now hitched their wagons to a man who employs a scorched earth theory to politics because they need his followers to get on board with them. They have sold their souls to maintain their power. The Democrats have gotten into office riding the coattails of the anti-Trump sentiment with no real ideas. Their sole idea has been, for the most part, I'm not him. Vote for me. You have no plan. You have no true ideas. I'm not him. Vote for me. And both of those hitching your wagon and the I'm not him, both of those are shit. But the thing is this, America at large doesn't care. America is, is, is quickly barreling towards a reckoning. I don't know what that reckoning will look like, but I will say I don't think it'll be good in the short term at least. There's a reckoning coming. We can no longer continue to barrel down this path without something coming to a head. And what I mean by that is you've got this side who, over the last 10 years, I would say, has increasingly shown its true colors based on situations that happen in this country. Obama gets elected and gets them up in arms. They start to spew what they feel or what they've always felt as vile as they could. Trump gets elected. They feel they have an ally in office. So they get even more emboldened. Charlottesville. Example. You got this other side who stands for truth and good, whatever that looks like. Yet, they won't engage the other side. Now, I'm not saying we need to walk down and we need tanks and troops down Mill Civic Parkway. But what I am saying is there's other side who stands for truth and good, air quotes, still give a pass to their Uncle Joe when he tells a nigga joke at Thanksgiving, well, you know, that's just the way he is. No. 
if you are for truth and good, then you got to be for truth and good in every aspect of your life. So there is a doing too much on this side and a doing nothing on that side. Let's just sit back and hope things get better. There's going to come a reckoning in America. I don't know if it's American politics. I don't know if it's American, you know, our, our interpersonal relationships. There's a reckoning coming. We have lost our stature in the world. We are not that dude like we used to be. And I'll submit to you, I don't know if we even should be that dude, but that's neither here nor there. We aren't. We are basically just another country who thinks they're great, but not. America is not great because of our freedoms. Hell, Japan has freedom. Sweden has freedom. Denmark has freedom. India, the uh, United Kingdom, and we we got Canada. We have freedom. We ain't the only one. We need to get up off our high horses and think we're that great. But again, that's a topic for another day. I got all this stuff built up because I haven't done this for a year. I got a lot of topics I need to get off my chest. But the Newtonian option, Newtonian choice, Donald Trump was the Newtonian choice after Barack Obama. Now, if you probably figured out by now, Newtonian coming from the root Newton, Sir Isaac Newton, every every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Donald Trump was the Newtonian choice. He was the equal and opposite reaction from Barack Obama. Barack Obama needed to be a Harvard Law editor. He needed to be a constitutional law scholar. He needed to be eloquent. He needed to be educated. He needed to be timid, in a sense, or non-threatening, that's a better word. He needed to be non-threatening. He needed to be all this to be elected president. Donald Trump needed to be rich and white. That's the difference. The Newtonian choice. And I'll submit to you that he's probably not nearly as rich as he claims to be. A man with an ego that size, you think that he jumped at the chance to show you how rich he is in comparison to you, yet he will not. He brags about all of the crowd sizes and I'm the greatest in the history of history and I do this and I do that and I'm this and I'm that. Yet when we say, okay, cool, prove it to us how rich you say you are, I'm not releasing my tax returns. Why? You think he jumped at the chain. It's a measuring stick. 
He pulls it out and puts it on the table. Bam. Yet he won't. Hmm. I wonder why. But I will give him credit in this instance. Credit in this instance from the standpoint of he got people to vote against their interests. He got people to accurately actively vote against their own interests to put him in office. I'll give him credit for that. That's the biggest con since the history of cons. And rural folk bought it. He basically said, look, I ain't going to do shit for y'all. But put me in office anyway. These brown folk from the South are coming up here to take your jobs. I don't have a plan to make your life any better. But if you put me in office, I'm going to take care of these brown folk for you. And they ate it up. That's impressive. And now, those very folk that put him in office are getting screwed by that tax, quote-unquote, cut that they passed. And now these tariffs, who yesterday he said he's going to put on hold, whatever. I'm going to save your jobs, Ford, in Indiana. Put me in office. And they lost their jobs. And what tickled me so much is that when they stand up there and they cry behind the podium talking about how I'm losing my job, and I believed them, and and I crack up laughing. That's your fool-ass fault. I have no compunction to feel sorry for you because you decided that as long as he's taking care of me, his bigotry and misogyny and adultery don't matter. As long as you take care of me. What's the song from the SOS band? I don't care about the mother girls. Just be good to me. Okay. Now what? Your ass is in the bread line. Because you just wanted to be taken care of. White women voted for Trump up as a 52%. That right there is mind-boggling. People don't want to be classified in a certain way, yet their public external personas or their behaviors or whatever suggest 
what they're being classified as. I don't want you to associate me with that dude, but I'm going to put that dude in office. So how am I supposed to classify you or associate you? Silence in the face of oppression implies tacit agreement. I'll say that again. Silence in the face of oppression implies tacit agreement. He talks shit about you, grabs you by the pussy, and you still vote for him, then you agree with him. White women voted for Trump at a 52% clip. Mind-boggling. And then you want to come up and smile at me in my face. Mind-boggling. So now, what what am I getting at with all this? Well, here's what I'm getting at. If you all who are for, air quotes, truth and good, are really for truth and good, then we need to start making moves and stop talking about them. We need to chant down those snowflakes in Boston who want to have a straight pride parade Because they're mad that there's a gay pride parade. Those are the folk we need to start with. How threatened are you that you feel you need a straight pride parade? Because you butthurt because gay folk get to march down the street. Street that they pay for too, mind you. I don't need a straight pride parade because gay folk don't bother me. Yet we're the snowflakes. I I like to pride myself on being able to combat bull intellectually. I think I've developed a skill in that. But I'm starting to realize in my age, I'm petty as hell. And my petty sometimes will not allow me to craft an intellectual response to a garbage person. So I do petty shit sometimes. I really believe, and maybe this will hasten the reckoning I was talking about earlier, I really believe that we need to stop trying to be high road all the time and meet some people where they live. Because guess what? Subtlety, nuance is lost on many of them. So we can walk around with our noses in the air trying to be all high and mighty and all high road. It's going to go right over their heads. Sometimes you need to meet people where they live. 
We need to start meeting these folk where they live. If they if they call they call you Antifa, you know Antifa stands for anti-fascist, fascist. That's a hard word to say, fascist. Exactly when did that become a bad thing? Being anti-fascist. They start using these terms as if they are bad words, but when you step back and look at them objectively, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being called liberal? The right throws it at us as if it's a slur, and we back away from it instinctively. No, fuck that. Yeah, I'm liberal. I believe differently than you on many subjects. Not all, but many. I believe people should live their lives. I believe the government shouldn't tell a woman what she should do with her body. I believe that uh, you need to give lifelines to people who aren't in the same status as you or tax bracket as you. I believe rich folk are not rich in a vacuum. Yes, you worked hard, but guess what? Somebody had to fund your dreams. So you should have to help out. If that makes me liberal, then so damn be it. And I'll also submit to you that America was built on a lot of liberal principles. It wasn't until about the 60s to where everything switched. So we need to start meeting people where they live. We need to stop shirking away from what they call us. Because guess what? I can say to you conservative is a dirtier word than liberal. Because of the way conservatives are being portrayed these days and the people you choose to represent conservatism that you don't stand up against, I would say conservative is a dirtier word than liberal. It's time to stop shirking away, and it's time to start fighting back. I am who I am. You don't like it, you know where you can go, and I'll give you math. It's time. It's time to start electing better, electing better people. I'm not saying elect a rich lawyer from Urbandale. I'm not saying elect the dude who runs this conservative think tank in Clyde. I'm saying you need to start electing people who have ideas that helps the people. I believe that you should elect people, maybe not all of them, you know, we need a mix, but I think you start electing people that come from plain, common folk. Who else can better judge and better gauge the needs of middle America than a middle American? And I don't care if they're black, white, green, Muslim, Jew, uh, Buddhist. They pray to the flying spaghetti monster. I don't give a damn. Who are you to other people? And how are you going to help me live a better life? What's your character? 
We need to start doing better. So, I guess I'm going to get off right now and recharge and come with another topic. I got some stuff I need to get off my chest. I might be flooding y'all with podcasts in the next week or so. But we need to do better. You need to start meeting people where they live. And in no uncertain terms, be like, no, we don't do that here. If you want me in your life, you want me to be around, you want to be, if you want to associate with me or me be your friend or whatever, we don't do that here. Here's what I'm all about. You can get on or get left. You can get right or get left. That's a better way to say it. Uncle Joe, I don't get down like that. I'm down with all people. I am pro-black. Personally, it does not mean that I hate my white friends. I love y'all like brothers. You you do good by me, I do good by you. If you're willing to stand shoulder to shoulder with me and fight the power, brother, we can get down and do it. That's how I get down. And that's how everybody should get down. So it's time. It's time to stop trying to be this high in the pie in the sky type dude. It's time for us to start meeting people where they live. Cause if we don't the squeakiest wheels, the loudest ones get to speak for us and they may not truly represent us. But if we don't, if we don't fight, stand up, push back, whatever, the wrong people are going to basically be in power perpetually. Hence, Chuck Grassley. Hence, Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham. Mitch McConnell. Those type of folk are the ones we need to be targeting to get them out of office and put somebody there who represents our interests. But anyway, part two of this is coming. It's brewing around in my head. I got to shake it loose. But in the meantime, it's been good to get back here and 
share my thoughts with you and it's been a long time coming and it's time for me to get back on my square in a lot of things. But that's been the Pugilistic Linguistic Show for today. I may have one coming soon, this evening, maybe tomorrow, working on it. But in the meantime, take care of yourself because you all you got. Pugilistic Linguistics, check out the Pugilistic